Welcome to the Rod and Cindy podcast. My name is Rod Lyman. We're here live at the New Vision Center in Phoenix, Arizona. It's a beautiful sunny day out today and I'm having a great time today. I've I'm, I'm got some really great friends that walk, come around here and I'm seeing I haven't seen for a while and that I'm just having an amazing time. I have this beautiful co-host and she's to the right of me and her name is... Cindy, Cindy Muby. Thank oh, you. Gosh, not the Cinderella, huh? I'm always Cinderella. Of course you are, honey. She's so beautiful. Aww. The bell of the ball. The bell of the ball. I like that. <laughs> what does bell of the ball actually mean? Bell of the ball. Okay. A beautiful okay. lady at the ball. The beautiful lady at the ball. Right. I don't know. Well. Sounds good to me. Well, we have a special guest today, don't we? We do. We do. It's a, an old time friend and a lovely one at that, Ray Kapikowski. He is here with us. He's going to be sharing. Uh, we're not sure. He's got a, uh, a variety of things he would like to share. And so that's going to be the variety show, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a variety show with Ray. He's an amazing person. I, before you even talk, Ray, okay? By the way, you can say hi. Uh, I'm, I'm dying. He's dying. <laughs> he's dying. Dying he's to dying. talk. Okay. Are you really? Yeah, really. Are you purging yourself right now? <laughs> Interesting. I I'll, have a little I'll, story I'll to talk about, time. tell about Ray. And it's, I love the story. Is, um, uh, we, Ray went to and became a hypnotherapist and I never been able to be hypnotized ever in my whole entire life. And I've had many people try and everything else. And I'm just keep, I just keep wandering off. You know, it's like, I'm not even here. I don't listen to hypnotherapists half the times and everything else. But Ray says, Hey, I want to try something on you. I said, okay. I guarantee you within seconds of him Going through his little spiel and everything else, and that I couldn't move. <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch. I am just solid there, and I'm like, I know I'm just staring into space, and I'm just zeroed. And that I've never had anybody ever uh, hypnotize me, and he did. And, and it was just, I went away. I've never, I've always been in control of my body, where I'm at, and, and everything else. And Ray did that to me. It's just something he did. It's just he's he's amazing. He I is. He was my one and only hypnotherapist, and mm. had a couple sessions. And the second one was fabulous, amazing, made me cry. It was real quick. It was on eleven uh, eleven two thousand eleven. And when I was walking up to the door for my appointment, I looked down. I'm like, oh, it's eleven o'clock. I'm on time. I'm like, oh my gosh. It was 11, 11, 11, 11. I, and that was, that was the second uh, appointment, and that was amazing when you helped me send my grandma home. Thank you. Thank you. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I, I was, that second time, I was very connected, too. Actually, I was sort of, like, disconnected and connected. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was, uh, I, I appreciate you giving me that opportunity. Yes. Well, you know, I've always heard about it, um, but was always a little bit skeptical, you know, because you hear stories, good and bad, or what mm -hmm. have you. And mm -hmm. But I got to know you a little bit, and, you know, the, your friends, um, Rod and Janet, and, you know, so forth, Cynthia. Um, and so I felt very comfortable with yeah. that, you know, and going to your place for things. And so I thank you for that, for mm -hmm. allowing me to have that experience and have it be wonderful. You know, different people have, across the time, different people have had an effect on me or a connection that I felt with them. And both of you guys, uh, I've, I've always felt that connection with, you know. And so, you know, when you have somebody that's, that's dealing with something um, and you want to see them and you're connected and you want to see them power through it, uh, there's there's an extra kind of incentive or something that happens. There's like, the, well, I'm going to talk about it later on, but about that universal connection with somebody mm -hmm. and their energy. So, you know, it, every time that that happens to me, it's sort of another little stage of enlightening for me. 
Right on. Well, and you've been very intuitive, uh, as I read your bio, for many years now. I won't say how many, but you said as a child it came to you, and you were a doc on the block, huh? What's that about? (laughs) I love that. Uh, Actually, um, let me see here. I was in San Diego. Um, I had done, uh, over the years, I had done a a tremendous amount of LSD and, you know, hallucinogens and anything that I could get my hands on. It started out mostly for with the idea of uh, of back then it was spirituality. It was you know you were doing acid to try and find God, and then it turned into a party drug. But uh, I ended up in San Diego in a bar one time, and a guy had a, a, a problem with his shoulder, and he was showing me this thing, and I was just drawn to do energy work on him. I had no idea what what I was doing. And uh, the next thing I knew after that, I mean, most of the time I couldn't remember anything anyway because, you know, I was pretty drunk most of the time. So Uh I'm sober now 33 years, by the way. Congratulations. Congratulations. It was necessary (laughs) for everybody around me. Oh, boy. God bless you. (laughs) But in San Diego, uh, they started, um, his wife came to me and then friends came to me and and people would come for all all different kinds of, of healing work. And I have never been the kind of person that thought it was me. You know, I would do these things and go, what the hell am I doing? You know, mm. what, what's going on? But as long as they were uh, accepting and as long as they were, they believed in it, then there was no reason for me to stop them and, and say, you know, this is, I, I, I really don't know what I'm doing. I, uh, until I had a couple times where people, women brought babies to me. And like colicky babies, babies that had different, you know, different things going on. And when they, when they got better, then that really shook me. And you know, that was like, well, how do you, it wasn't like, you know, working on it, uh, on somebody that was using me as an excuse to heal themselves. And you know, which is what I think a lot of times it's like, I, I represent an open space for them to, to do what they need to do for them. And but babies were a different thing. That was strange. So you know, when you, the next day when somebody comes to you and says my colicky baby is absolutely fine, uh, and they were in pretty bad shape prior to that, I I didn't know, you know, and I wow. never really quite understood that. Uh, so that's awesome, though. Yeah. But you must have had some sort of a knowing that it, this was coming through you, right? Um, I don't know, Rod. I, I, uh, did I know it? I don't think I did. I I really don't think I did. And I was always in my own space. And that's what I'm finding out right now is that I, you know, I'm going to be 68 in a couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Wow. Happy birthday. I keep telling these people in thrift stores, I'm going to be 70. This girl says, you're going to be 70. I said, yeah, in two years. (laughs) 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 So are you, you're going to be 70 someday too. Yeah. So I, I'm, um, so anyway, where the hell was I? Uh, We asked a question about, uh, you, know, you knew something was what came through annoying. Um, I, I I don't I I honestly don't know. But what's coming to light right now is that there seems to be a, a disconnection with a universal channel, and I've got some I, I have some things that I was thinking about talking to you guys about that sort of shows what a universal channel is about. 
you know, and how, how that, that seems to work, you know, through me. So uh, I guess I can go into that. Well, what does that look like? Yeah, what does that look like? Well, build, build okay. All right. So uh, I have two examples that, that are really very important, very big examples for me. And one of them was about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. I had a girl come to me. And she showed up, she was supposed to, so I was still doing a lot of hypnosis at the time, and she came for hypnosis. And she sat down in the office, and she said, she said, can I ask you something before we start? I said, sure, you know, of course you can. And she said, uh, I wanted to talk to a woman about this. She goes, I don't know why I chose you, but... You know, from your uh, the reviews and all that stuff, she goes. But now I'm here and I'm a little scared. I said, "Well, I said if it's any help, I'm as close to a woman as you can get." You know, <laughs> being man, there's only men and women. You don't get any closer. And so she said, um, "Will you have any problems with uh, female issues?" And I said, well, how about, I said, how about this? How about, um, I said, uh, there's nothing in, in relationships that you couldn't talk to me about. And there's nothing about sexual things that you couldn't talk to me about. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to do anything. And she said, well, it's actually more about, it's more about the female body. And I stopped for a second. Rod, you may have heard this story before. I stopped for a second and I said, how long have you had a yeast infection? And she looked at me and she was shocked and, and she wasn't the only one. I don't know, you know, it just like blurted out. Right. And <clears throat> so she said, she said on and off for about 10 years. Mm. And I said, and I said, well, I said, look, I, I'm going to ask you a question and it's going to be a strange question. It's going to be a really odd question. I said, and the wording is going to be weird, and it's going to be, and it's very purposeful. I mean, the way I'm going to ask you this is going to be weird, but it's going to be important. Are you okay? And she said, a little like leery, but she said, yeah, okay. At that point when she said, okay, me and her, we were in the exact same spot because neither one of us had any idea what I was going to ask. Right. I had no idea whatsoever. I was sitting there going, holy crap, this better be good. <laughs> you know, because I mean, I built it all up. And I said, and I sat there and I said, when you were a little girl, what did your mother call the space between your legs? And she said, well, Nothing. I said, as you got older, what did you call the space between your legs? She says, she was confused, and she says, well, nothing really. And I said, now that you're a grown woman, you know, she's in her 30s, I said, what do you call the space between your legs? And she said, well, I don't know, I guess my VJJ. And I said, well, okay, so you, you watch Oprah, <laughs> you know, that's good. And I said, I said, well... How can your subconscious heal something that it doesn't know is there? Mm, that's so, good. So I sent her back with a whole bunch of things to do at home. You know, I mean, we did the, the session. And I sent her back with, a, with an idea about, like, you know, these are my toes, this is my ankle, this is my thigh, and on and on, you know. And everything getting the exact same, nothing more important, nothing more urgent to, to recognize, just this is my body. This is perfectly my body. 
And a couple days later, she called me up and she said, clean as a whistle. She goes, I just, I'm, I'm, I feel fantastic. So I said, okay, you know, so anyway, but, but the idea about, uh, about channeling that kind of thing is sort of, it's interesting and it's sort of scary uh, because I don't know, I, I'm always worried that it's going to show up or not. <laughs> you know, you're going to be there today and, right. and all that stuff. But the other one was, uh, so Janet's been asking me to, to write a book forever. Okay, well, Let's introduce Janet first, okay? Oh, okay. Uh, Hi, Janet. There's my honey. Hi, Janet. <laughs> Isn't beautiful. she beautiful? She's beautiful. Yes. yes. She's a beautiful woman. And she's yeah. a Gemini, right, Yes, yes, yes she is. <laughs> yep. Yeah, go we, gems. All the gems here. <laughs> yeah, all three of us. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys want me to leave? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, I'm sorry, you brought in a character and nobody can see who she is, so we just have to, we have to bring this character to life. Yeah, she's pretty hot. <laughs> uh, yes, okay. Um, so how far back do I need to go with this thing? Uh, okay, so I, uh, uh, all right, I'm always thinking that everything is about me because, you know, I'm, I'm a little nuts. Uh, and, and so uh, a couple, about a month or so ago, a month or two ago, uh, I, I said to Janet that we were, at least I think I said to Janet, I don't know. But anyway, uh, I, I was like looking at my schedule at, at the office, and I, I was doing 15 to 20 people a week on, on average. And, and because I'm totally unorganized, my people would show up at like 9 o'clock at 11.30 and then at 6.00. And I say, I mean, all over the place. I'd never have them like three in a row like a normal person does. <laughs> so, you know, it screws my whole day up. Right. And so I'm never able to do anything else. I'm always either traveling back and forth or running to thrift stores. But my day is a mess. I just, I don't get anything done. So uh, I, I said, I love my work. Absolutely love my work. But I know that I'm supposed to be writing, and I know I'm supposed to be out there speaking. I, I know that I'm, that's what I'm supposed to do. So what I'm doing right now in my business is a distraction. You know, it's keeping me away from doing my, my bigger job. So, okay, so about a week later, the business dies. It just, I'm down to like three people now, wow. you know. And, and sometimes four or something like that, just enough to keep me going, right, you know, right, right. Yeah. like that. We talk again, and, and she's like, well, okay, so time to start writing the book. Okay, so obviously that's what's happening. Universe takes everything away so I can go ahead and start to write this book. So in alcoholic fashion, instead of writing one book, because if one book is good, two books are better, right, you know, exactly. that kind yeah. of thing. So I start writing two books. Uh, so now I got <laughs> now I got two books going and um and the, the the one book is about is is from my business side of it it's five five easy steps to a healthy selfish relationship it's it isn't written but it's fantastic <laughs> uh the other book is based on my talks the the the, the seminars that i give it's the whole ball of facts and right. so there's you know i want to talk about attention later on but so it's this whole thing about the ball of facts so because we're talking about uh universal connection i i i was amazed by this okay 
each one of the sections of the whole ball of facts is completely different from one another. There, there's, there's a section on awareness. There's a Big Bang Theory. There's a, 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 ch a, a chapter about uh, reincarnation, all these kinds of things. There's different stuff. So in the middle of the night, I wake up, and I recognize that my next chapter is going to be called uh, I See Dead People. Mm. Okay, I see dead people. What was happening with I see dead people is that for a while I was I was seeing um, dark humans, okay, and dark humans. This is this is I'm projecting into the future because right now it's very important for African Americans to be blacks and for them to be African American because there's so much that we have to learn as as human beings before we can start to get rid of these names. There's no white people. I mean, it, you you look at a whiteboard. You, there's no people that look like that. We're all color. You know, we're all some type of shade of you know brown or something like that. We're all human beings. So anyway, I was seeing these dark humans, and the energy was rising up and dropping back down. And it was rising up and dropping back down. And I'm watching this happen. And I'm like, what the hell are you trying to show me? Because I get messages all over the place. Sometimes I'll get words or sentences. I get images. I get pictures. I get direct talking. So I'm watching the energy rising up and down. And I'm looking at it. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm seeing that it's actually energy that is the same everywhere else but this energy happens to be infused it's it it has some kind of uh it's got a purpose it's it it's you know it has some type of connectivity so right. i'm watching that and i recognize that it's the same energy that's in lighter skinned people too you know lighter humans and then i'm thinking oh okay so what it's telling me is that we're we're all together. We're all the same, you know? All right, I got that. And then I see it in our cat, and then I see it in other animals, and then I'm seeing it in trees, I'm seeing it in buildings. Everything that has energy is all the exact same energy. I'm right. thinking, oh, okay, so this is pretty cool. So I went from that, and I decided that what I had to do is is make some type of bridge from people recognizing that First and foremost, we are none of the things that define us. We are, we are human beings. All of us are human beings. And when you recognize that we're all connected, there's a responsibility that goes along with that to make sure everybody is, is doing well, everybody's on board. Then I realized that it goes further than, further than that because actually, in, in true form, we are all energy we are all universal energy. So if you think that you're a human being, if you get to that stage where you recognize that you're a human, you're still keeping yourself separated from the universe. Right. But if you understand that you are simply energy, then you are connected to all the energy in the universe. Your power is like a thousandfold. Okay? okay. So this is what I'm going to write. I'm going to write this thing about I see dead people. This is my next chapter. I wake up in the morning, so I got it all together. I'm going to go for it and everything. I write the chapter. It has nothing to do with anything I told you. <laughs> nothing. There's no mention of dark people. There's no mention of anything like that. It is completely different. 
and 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 it ends up the whole chapter ended up being uh, the creation of a spirit, and so I, I I'm like I didn't have anything to do with that. You know, that was not my intention. I'm sitting writing this whole thing out going, really? Thanks. You know, like, how about me? Doesn't what I think count? (laughs) You know, so I'm going to have to sneak what I wanted to into another chapter without me knowing about it. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. I mean, you're putting out there what the spirit wants you or whatever the universe wants you to put out there, but then put out your own twist of it. Yeah. You know, and so that this is how you see this, too. And I can see you doing that, too, because yeah. sometimes what comes out of your mouth isn't what's in your head. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> yeah, Luckily. Because so, yeah, so, Janet is your filter sometimes. I know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. She's your savior. <laughs> your savior. So, Got him more well, well, okay, that's that's really interesting that, that uh, it's, it's more like what you're – you're realizing there's a realization of the energy of the world and not seeing people as the physicality of the world. You're mm-hmm. seeing more people in, in the energy of it. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's interesting because that's kind of how I see things most of my life growing up is I see the energy of it. It's yeah. so much better to live in the energy world than it is in the physical world. There's, yeah, I mean, there's so much more to it. You know, we talk about... <clears throat> You know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is awareness and awakening and how in in our community, a lot of people, a lot of people that talk about awareness and talk about what it is that they do, their different modalities and, you know, don't understand how limiting those those things are. You know, they're great and they're very important. I mean, I'm not saying that, that anybody should not do that, but the expectation should be that it is not the end all. What we learn, what we teach each other, you know, that's not the end all. There's so much more. And we have to grow and take steps to go into different stages. Um, I've never been the kind of person that's been able to learn anything. Now, I, I don't know, Cindy, if you know this, but I, I learned how to read about 13 or 14 years ago. Uh, it's the oh, first wow. first time I ever read a book, so I don't have uh, a, a lot of like I've never been able to study things. I, I I don't know these things, and I guess it's for a reason. It's it's because I I'm, I'm connected with my information, you know, to be able to show people a different way of looking at stuff. Um, so I you know I, I think that. Um, I think that it's really, I don't know, um, I think that my idea about being a universal channel is, is really about as best as I can describe myself, you know. But when I think about stuff like our awarenesses and the awakenings and things that we talk about as, as healers, sometimes I look at that stuff and I go, I, it sounds like we're trying to escape rather than trying to uh, help. No, I, I have to agree with that. I've, you know? I've been actually thinking about that same thing. You just we said talked that. about that. We actually a talked bit. about yeah. that exactly. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it's sort of like, and and especially with things like, um, boy, maybe I should talk about that other that other section. <laughs> uh, you know, when people talk about um, ascending, right? You know, we're ascending. It's like that sounds great. It really is something that is like, wow, you know, that's cool. I want to ascend, you know. Where the hell are you going? 
<clears throat> you know, when we're talking about ascension, where do, where are we really going? As as a community, you know, uh, are if I'm going to ascend, I'm going to leave other people back here. That's basically what it is. I'm going to feel better, and I'm going to, you know, become more spiritual and all this kind of stuff. But it's I'm going to do that. I'm going to to become more spiritual. And if I'm going to be more spiritual, then that divides me from my connection to universal energy and universal knowledge, universal spirit. It's sort of the, the image that comes to me about ascension and the way that we talk about that kind of stuff is a, is, a, is a person that is exercising their hand. And they're working their hand and they're exercising it like crazy and they're making their hand really strong, okay, because they want to do something with their hand. But they forget about the rest of the body, so wherever they're supposed to go to use this perfect hand, this great hand, they can't get to it. You know, it's not, it's not, they're not able to, to, to move because the rest of the body has got to come along. Right. We're all human beings. We all have to come along. We cannot leave other countries in the lurch. We can't do these kinds of things. Agreed. But we also, but we also can't look at them in, in, with the idea that any of this can happen now. It can't. This is a growing stage. We have to we have to recognize that first off we have to recognize that we're not all that. Because <laughs> as human beings we think that, you know, we're the top of the heap and all that kind of stuff because nobody else tells us that we're not, you know. Right. And 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 we're just I mean, we're pretty dumb. You know, there's a lot of growth that has to happen. But when you think you know it all, you don't grow. Absolutely. You know? So, so it is a thing of trying to connect, is of recognizing that it's more important to bring everybody else along mm-hmm. than it is to go by yourself. Absolutely. You know? And so that's... So back to the ascension yeah. then. What in your own words is ascension? Uh, well, I don't really... I don't really... Th- I, I, ascension. Um, what I would like it to be is, is recognizing that you don't have a clue of what's going on. Exactly. I mean, ascension to me, uh, my mantra in life is I have absolutely no idea what's happening, but I know that I'll be okay. Absolutely. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. And so, because ascension has something to do, and when people learn things, it has something to do with what it is that they're learning and how it locks them into that space. So I, I learned how to do Reiki. And so I have all these symbols uh, that allow me to do Reiki. Now, that's fantastic, and, right. it, and, it, and it works. But it's limited to what you learn. You may be able to take that Reiki class, and you may be able to learn it, and you may be able to add something to it, but the likelihood is that you won't know that you did. Right, absolutely. You, know, you, won't, you won't get that because it's, you're not thinking in those terms nope. to actually make something greater out of it. You right. know? It sounds like I'm putting it down. And no, 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 I'm not. No. You know, I, I really don't want people to get the idea no. that I think that anything is, is bad. It's very, very necessary. Oh, absolutely. You know? <clears throat> but people have to understand that, that maybe not them and maybe not their children, but somewhere down the line, a new plan, a new message has got to take root. Absolutely. You know, so that eventually we can start to change things around. So Reiki would be like a step in ascension. 
Of course. So yes. if I told you that uh, there's a couple gurus out there that believe that we're sent here for a reason, uh-huh. okay, that we're come to earth to have a job. Oh, boy. To serve. I know. Just oh, wait. boy. <laughs> and since we're serving here and that, we're supposed to stay here. Uh-huh. We're everybody wants to ascend back into the universe and that, mm-hmm. but we're not supposed to. We're supposed to stay here and experience life and teach other people and that. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in that that theory? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. So you're leading me right into. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Of course, talk, I, of course, I'd like to, to talk lead you about this. You don't like to talk about no, them? No, no, I'm going to have to talk about this okay. uh, <clears throat> because because uh, it's my job. <clears throat> when I was talking about the uh, – I, I see dead people. Right, yes. Okay. What that whole um, chapter ended up being about is the creation of a spirit. Right. Now, I'm going to try and, and – it's new to me too, so I'm going to try to get it out clearly, Okay. Uh, <clears throat> what it was saying is that what uh, the first thing that I saw is that I saw that a child, uh, when, a, when a woman is pregnant, the child begins as an offshoot of her, and it, it, and it utilizes her energy, it utilizes her spirit, okay? When she finds out that she's pregnant and this, and this baby is starting to form, in, excuse me, starting to form inside of her, she infuses that child with intention. She cares about it. She loves it. She thinks about its future. She wants all these things. And all of those intentions are energy that connects to the child and it eventually will become that child's spirit. Okay? And that child's spirit, you know, when it, when it leaves the woman and is on its own, it has to have, it starts off with these, with love and caring and all this kind of stuff. Uh, the, the base of it is connected to the DNA, okay? So the man's part in this, in this situation is that, is that he puts in the, the, the last piece, the child starts to form. The man can affect the spirit as well because he has an intention. He has a directed uh, intention that is connected to his DNA that's part of this child. So you've got two people's DNA, two people infusing the energy around that child to make it its own, to give it purpose, give it, you know, its life. Now, the DNA has got millions of years of of being energy and all that stuff so that when you're talking about reincarnation that dna is there when you're talking about past lives that dn that is part of that dna it's all there has to be there you know and people are constantly they're constantly uh, uh evolving in that sense so i i asked about I asked whether there was a line of people waiting to, you know, to, to be a part of this, you know, to, uh, like, like you talk about with, with, um, <laughs> probably didn't hear any of that. I'm walking away from the mic. No, I turned uh, it up. It's all right. Uh, I heard you. So, uh, you, you, you know, when you're thinking about reincarnation and when you're thinking about people making deals and all that stuff, that stuff is possible, but it's already, it, but it is more connected to the DNA than to spirits standing on the outside waiting in line to come in. 
it has a lot more to do with the woman structuring structuring that bit of energy to bring it in and the DNA having all that information to, to, to work from. There's, right. You have a predisposition in your, in your DNA to act and to do all these different things. And then the spirit is what is there to help guide the, that knee-jerk reaction that's caused by the DNA. Makes make a little sense. Am I too sense. out there? No, 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 no. That's that's total sense. Absolutely, it's it's information within the DNA that that uh, we're working upon. I think that we complicate things too too much. I, I think that that we miss we miss this <clears throat> we miss the fact that we are simply human beings that we are all connected that we should be loving each other. Because it's advantageous to governments, it's advantageous to religions to have things that they present to us as maybe they, they pre- as beliefs, you know, and that we're supposed to connect to the beliefs for our comfort. Right. Okay. So, and the belief has less than a 50, 50 chance to be right. So there's, there's, if, a, if anything even comes close to a 50% chance of being right, then it's proof. Right, exactly. You know, so, it, so we are, we're comforting ourselves with the idea that somebody else gave us this information and they hope it's right because the people that gave them the information hope that it's right. And it's just a bunch of information. It Whether it's true. right or not, who the hell knows? Exactly. You know? More Absolutely. than likely... More than likely, it's not right because you, ever, you know how you do that thing in a room where one person says something, and by the time it gets back to you, it's like completely different? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, well, that's, that's probably what's happened over the years, you know, so. Well, I agree with that with everything. All the information that's ever been passed down, mm-hmm. I think it's been exploded and made into their own experiences you know uh-huh. it, if you give it if you give an example so you you tell a for, farmer a story right yeah he's going to tell somebody else about <clears throat> using farmer words mm-hmm. you tell a uh, blacksmith you know the farmer tells a blacksmith the blacksmith's going to change it into the blacksmith story yeah it's going to be your own experiences that you add to it to make it people understand what world is all about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, in a sense what you're talking about is like our DNA is a code that is set and it's not by other people's influences in it. Mm-hmm. It's what we have embedded in us and that we need to take a look back at our DNA and see what's the encoding of it to know the real story. Yeah. Follow the energy and you'll know the truth. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know, and and there's absolutely no way that it can't all be connected. It has to be connected, every bit of it. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. That's okay. It's like it just kind of trailed off. It all has to be connected. Hi, guys. I'm back. <laughs> Hi, Ray. Welcome back, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy, you have a couple questions for Ray, too, didn't you? Um, well, my notes, I think he's covered them all right now. So. <laughs> I just keep going. Yeah. So was that about 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no, we have about 10 minutes left. Yeah. Oh, do we really? Yeah, yeah, you, oh, geez. Yeah, you, you've covered okay. some, a lot of stuff. Uh, oh, I, man, I, I can't. There's a couple of things that I wrote down here that I wanted to come back to, and that it was sure. at the beginning, and because it, it, it's fascinating to me, and, that, mm-hmm. and you're a fascinating person to me. I mean, it's Yeah, just, me too. Yeah, but, 
<laughs> wow. You're fascinating to yourself. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm something between two fascinating people. Yeah. Cindy on her license plate has why be normal. And she, has, she never wants to be normal. And yeah. you have no idea what normal is. Yeah, I missed. <laughs> so I, I'm in good company, that's for sure. I'm like an Oreo, the creamy filling. So, but but at the beginning, we were talking about, um, you you were talking about uh, your life and, and how you became who you are. And you brought up party drugs. Um, sure. Um, you know, in the past, in many different religions and, and cultures, and that they use drugs to open their psychic up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like ripping open the psychic and, and and just being raw. And it's certain type of people. And I think you are that certain type of person that when you did the drugs, the party drugs, or whatever else, I think it opened you up. It ripped you open. Okay. But it made you completely tear open in mm-hmm. a sense. And it's interesting. Like I said, I'm stuck between two people because in it, it, Cindy got territory open in that aspect also in that. And I think what it does is it takes the whole realism of your life away and just exposes you to what is inside of you. Yeah. And I think you have to, somebody that has to grow up that way, knowing they're intuitive and, but you don't have a life mm-hmm. uh, in that. It makes you very vulnerable to influences to, and you just kind of, you kind of, you just know, you have a knowing. And, and I just want to ask you about that is like, have you seen that in your practice and that, that people coming here that have done that and been ripped wide open in, in the aspect? I think, I think a lot of what happens is that uh, when people come to me for the counseling or the, the, my coaching, it is, uh, they are pretty well ripped open. They're, they're in a phase right now. Uh, it, it, particularly in their relationship, where they're completely lost. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're they're, they're very very lost, and they don't understand that. Uh, you know, like the power of communication and the power of trust and being, and understanding that. Oh, okay. So, like in 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 the other book, where we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, being selfish in relationships. I think people get to get to a point where not being selfish does not serve them. You know, they're just sort of uh, living random lives and trying to work it out, trying to be with somebody, trying to, you know, because relationships are not just relationships in it, like in a, a marriage kind of thing. They're, right. they're relationships with everybody and, and everything. So if you don't understand who you are and what you present inside a relationship, you're not really going to be able to benefit from it all that much. Right, absolutely. You know, or actually be connected to it. So, um you know, so yeah, are they torn apart? Uh, yeah, every every single one of them. It's more of a ripped open instead of a torn apart. You think yeah. or it's just, you know, yeah, because yeah. it, it's funny when people come, especially in relationships. The thing that that I notice that I always tell them is that is that, you know, it, look at your partner. Did you ever want your partner to feel the way they do right now? Right. You know, your partner's broken. They're crying. They're upset. They want to leave. They th- want to throw it all the way. Was that your intention? When you met that person, did you think, boy, that's somebody that I really want to screw over? Right. You know, you know, everybody wanted to love each other, but nobody knows how. Nobody ever understands about how to communicate. They think that it's talking, but it's actually listening. 
you know, and 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 they don't know why they should do it, right? And they don't understand the value to themselves. It's important for me to have a really good relationship with anybody I'm around because it benefits me. Right. I don't know if they're actually there. I don't know anything. I have, <laughs> n- I have no idea what's going on. So it has to be about me. Right. It does. Uh, you know. Absolutely. Uh, but, but you know, I I. One of the things that I'm having uh, an issue with right now is, you know, I just met my bio family. I I was adopted. When I was talking about infusing, how the woman infuses a child in order to create a spirit, my mother, my thing, my thing was not about that. My uh, mother was, she hated me, you know. My mother hated me. My mother said when I first met her, you know, I met her 27 years ago, and she said that she was uh, an alcoholic and she was a lesbian and that she hated me and she tried to kill me. So what she infused me with was some pretty lousy stuff. Right. And I and I'm I don't have an answer for this, but I think that probably maybe my first connection to universal energy was part of a survival technique when I was an infant. Mm. Maybe it's possible that it came to save me because I did suffer from it. Janet pointed it out. I thought maybe I didn't, but I'm not this crazy for nothing. (laughs) I mean, it just, I didn't wake up one day and go, holy shit, I'm nuts. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know? Uh, Yeah. So, uh, so it was a thing of, of, Having to uh, to recognize what I was, you know. Wow. Uh, maybe that maybe it was a connection there. I got maybe a really quick question started. for an answer. With, sure. I need an answer before we we end at this and that. But uh, you, being this beautiful soul that that you are, that do you believe that we have contracts? Do you believe that each person we meet <laughs> has a contract? Do you believe that you had a contract with your mom? Oh. Um, do I believe it? I don't see it that way. Uh, I mean, it could be it could be considered uh, something, but I see it I see it in a larger scale as being things that need to be completed universally, gotcha. rather than rather than individually. You know, so w- when we talk about um, uh, you know people talk about past lives, I don't think it's their specific past life. I think it's everybody's past life. It's a universal thing that happens that is an incomplete situation that we can delve into as right. individuals and bring that forward instead of saying that was my past life. It's just something in the universe that needs our attention. Absolutely. Yeah. That's beautiful. Any more questions for Ray before we start wrapping this up, Synth? I know. I... I don't know. You've said so much. I don't know what to say. Oh, you know, I mean, it was all really good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But I wanted to tell you something. Oh, okay. boy. Okay. Oh, all right. And we didn't get a chance to get into it, but the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Inside the Big Bang Theory, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on. But I thought you would find this interesting because in the creation of a moment, and that's what the Big Bang is about. It's mm-hmm. a creation of a moment. Mm-hmm. There are two lines that come in and they intersect. And the two lines are everything and nothing. And when they intersect and they they create a moment, they create what's happening here, they are both different colors, and I don't know what the colors are. I have never seen them. 
So you're asking me what the colors no, are? No, no, okay. I, 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 I just wanted you to know that because okay. yeah, I had I, I I try to explain what the color is. It's not in the spectrum. It's not it's not made up of of primary colors. It's nothing like that. I don't know what I'm seeing. Mm. You know, it's like it is. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I I don't know. But how a, do you see it? I mean, I mean, how can you even say that you see it if, if you don't have any, like, does it look like a certain color or shade or, it, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, there's, there's something, there's something about it where I recognize, I recognize that it's certainly not black and it's certainly not white. Okay. okay. But it's certainly, but it's nothing that I can, I, I can't describe it. I don't know how to describe it. And I'm being blocked from describing it. It's sort of like we have a limitation of what it is that we can see, uh, and and there and it's basically saying that there's more out there, dummy. You're not going to get this. I get a couple of those occasionally, you know, hmm. different different things. But interesting. I, yeah, I really wanted to to share that with you. I don't. Yeah, thank you for doing so. Well, have Cindy you ever being heard? The color therapist. Anyway. Have, have you ever heard of color that can't be described? Has anybody's ever said that? Not in, no. not in your class. Interesting. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I guess in a sense, like um, aqua is a hard color to describe. You know, the well, color I, aqua. I, I would know aqua. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Right, because it's you know a little bit light blue, but a little hint of a greenish, and mm. but yet it's not very green. It's mm-hmm. it's just a real brilliant, beautiful blue, but on a lower um, hue level. <clears throat> This, this is like, it's like it's not made, because I've done a lot of, you know, work with colors and uh, throughout my life and stuff, and it's not like it is created from pro- from the primary scale. Okay. It, it doesn't look like that, and I don't know what else to tell you except, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because obviously what, you're, what I'm hearing, too, is that there's no, like, an underline of a blue or green or red or pink, you know, no, orange no. or things like that. It's just something, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I, and I've never seen anything like that, you know, doing hallucinogens either. I mean, wow. I've always been connected to what happens in, our un- in, in what we know is our universe, and this doesn't seem to be that. So is the all and the nothing, did you say it was one color or there were no, two no, different the, colors, right? There, there are two different colors, oh, yeah. Okay. And and what they do is that when they di- when they bisect each other, everything there's a line of everything, there's a line of nothing coming in, and then as it crisscrosses, the line of everything and nothing as it as it bisects each other creates a space. Everything creates a space for nothing. Nothing creates a space for everything. Mm-hmm. It's a really strange thing, and it's. Uh, I'd like to talk about that. Sometime. Yeah, I think that's very cool. I actually feel like I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. We're about done. Yep. Well, hey, um, Ray, it's always a pleasure having you here. What a, it's a Thank you. beautiful pleasure having you. Here. Um, you're a speaker. You're a hypnotherapist. You have all these beautiful gifts in that. How can people get a hold of you? Well, they can call Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Janet. What's, what's that? Relationship? Oh. <laughs> She's telling me I ran out of time, hon. Uh, no. Yeah, I do. I do relationship work, uh, and um, mm. you know, you can uh, all that stuff. How about that? Oh, yeah. uh, I guess my time is up. <laughs> uh, you can find me at uh, Inner Power Insights, InnerPowerInsight.com. 
Uh, I'm at 5039 North 19th Avenue, Suite 9 in Phoenix. And uh, you could reach me at 602-487-4805. That number again was? Uh, 602-487-4805. Perfect. And, um, you have yeah. a website too? Yeah, my, the website is innerpowerinsights.com. Innerpowerinsights.com. Yeah, so real quick, like the relationship thing, just what's that in the little snippet? Uh, uh, yeah, people, well, I do relationship counseling or, or coaching. Uh, I see people individually at first so that they can get themselves together. I believe that, that if you get make each person healthier and then bring them together, they have a better chance at a healthy relationship. And so, and then I used my five steps to being in a happy, selfish relationship, which Mm. I didn't get time to talk about. (laughs) We got you got a lot of stuff in though. Yeah, I'm really happy to have you back again, aren't we? I'd love to. I'd love to be back. It's great that maybe Rod should come back and move back to Arizona so we do more of this. Yeah, yeah, and make that yeah. part of your topic exactly. the next time. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So yeah, you, I love that. Just, just to throw out there, because you are a speaker and, and you're out there um, talking and out the crowd, what is your actually your topic again? The whole ball of facts, right? The, the whole ball of facts is basically, uh, it, it's a bunch of different topics. It's, it's, uh, it gives me an opportunity to talk about a lot of uh, things that come to me, things that are presented to me without the fluff. Because I was never able to read, I don't have all that stuff, you know, I can't tell you who did what, who talked about what, so all this stuff is things that are channeled to me. And and recently, uh, I came up with this idea that Rod, basically, Rod and Zach helped me out with, was the idea that uh, about people's attention span and how short it is. So I decided that in my next next seminar, what I'm going to do is do a topic and then help a person find out what that small bit of information is in each and every topic so that they walk away with so much more. Like if you do a two-hour seminar, you may get five minutes out of it right. if you're lucky. But I wanted to do individual little clips and break them up so that people can get a series of maybe 30 minutes out of it mm-hmm. that right. are that will mean something and that's all because of the internet and and you know what's happening now with Absolutely. people's attention spans. Yes, there is internet now right yeah that's i know <laughs> i'm learning still right one more time phone. the phone number again how to get a hold of you yeah it's uh 602-487-4805 ray kapakowski inner power insights perfect and they can call you or text you and then you can do whatever they any want. time of day or night What's correct it? oh and i and i do sessions online too oh awesome awesome we're gonna perfect. have to have janet janet be part of your your, yeah, uh, I know. your co-host here <laughs> keep, keep, keep me keep you keep in line here. it's like make sure you talk about this make sure you talk about this yes, exactly <laughs> i know because there's so much to talk, talk about, about exactly <laughs> ray That's cindy uh, it's always a pleasure to have you Absolutely. Ray, here and that, Guys, uh, thank you so cindy, much we, you thank know, you ray it's mm-hmm. a it's a pleasure um we love everything you do and uh, we want to hear more about you and yeah. see how how it comes out so yeah. So, love you guys all. Remember, you guys are all loved, and I'm very blessed, and you guys have a great night. <laughs>